I'm Brian McPherson, and this is the Athena Health Podcast. We're producing this podcast to help clinicians and staff better utilize Athena One so that Athena One can best support your patient care. Today's episode is brought to you by Cure for You, an all in one digital health solution that integrates seamlessly with your current workflows and has over 500 five star reviews on the Athena Health Marketplace. Learn more about Cure for You by visiting the Athena Health Marketplace at marketplace.athenahealth.com. We all know how ubiquitous and essential apps on our phones have become. You can order coffee from your phone. You can book hotel reservations from your phone. You can get a ride to the airport from your phone. You may even be listening to this podcast on your phone. But until now, your patients haven't been able to access their patient portal accounts by utilizing an app on their phone. That's about to change. The spring 2023 release, the first of our three major releases during the coming year, will take place in late March. And today we'd like to preview one of the most significant new features you can expect to see, the general release of Athena Patient, our new mobile app for patients, available for both iOS and Android. Some of you listening may already be involved in the beta test of the app, and if you're not, you can expect the app to be available for your patients with the spring 2023 release. Your patients will soon be able to see upcoming appointments, review lab results, and send messages to their providers directly from the Athena Patient app, rather than just logging into the patient portal from a browser. I'm joined now by two of the leaders of the team building the Athena Patient app, Nathan Cross and John Kaufman. Both are based out of Austin, Texas, and I'm excited to have both of them with us. John, I want to start with you because I know you've got a bit of a personal attachment to the need for patients to be able to access and act upon their own healthcare information and to be advocates for themselves in their care. Can you tell us your story? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having us on here. Um, yeah, my my personal story happened back in 2014, and uh, I ended up having one of those freak accidents where my ankle got broken. You know, no big deal, generally speaking. Uh, had a surgery with, got a plate and nine screws that I still have to this day, and all is well with the world. But um, during the time that I was recovering and going through physical therapy, uh, you know, I ended up sitting uh, quite a bit. And in the midst of that, uh, the short version is, is that my entire left leg became full of blood clots. And uh, I was rushed to the hospital. I had had some pain and I'd gotten it checked out with an ultrasound and at an urgent care. And they immediately transported me to the hospital. And it was one of those, you know, weird situations in my early to mid-30s where I'm sitting in the hospital and I've been told that my entire leg is full of blood clots and uh, the nursing staff for the first 48 hours in the hospital, um, the four different nurses that I had communicated to me that in all of their years of experience, this was the worst blood clot case they've ever seen in their in their careers. And that got me to thinking, I was like, well, goodness, like if it's that bad, like the only thing that had happened really up to that point is that they were trying to get my, my, the thinness of my blood down to a particular level. And then the plan was to release me and send me home. And so I just began to ask more questions and, uh, that led to further conversations with, uh, the general floor doctor and he was, you know, fine, good, good communicator. And, uh, we eventually decided to get a vascular surgeon to um, look at my case, and that was the turnaround point. Um, they, the, the, the surgeon took a, a new ultrasound and immediately rushed me to the operating room, and 
Uh, I was in the ICU after that for three days, and I had three different surgical procedures. And uh, needless to say, what what ended up happening is I have a rare physical disorder called May Thurner's uh, disorder or syndrome, and uh, it is uh, conducive to blood clotting. And uh, specifically because I was sedentary after the injury, yeah, it just, I didn't have as much flow physically on the left side of my leg. And so that, that was a, just a big, you know, part of my story of asking questions of communicating with your physician regularly, consistently, you know, until like there's understanding until the all different options are exhausted. And, uh, yeah, so now I have two stents in my left iliac vein, um, and all has been well since then, have not had another blood clot since. And so, um, yeah, that was, that was part of my story that just, you know, has me personally interested in healthcare. So what did that experience teach you about your role as a patient that has kind of informed your work now on the Athena patient app? Yeah, great question. I think just advocating for your own healthcare, uh, being able to ask questions. I think something that's in my mind is there are no dumb questions when it comes to your healthcare. Like, get understanding, make sure you're communicating with those who are taking care of you. Um, and you have that ongoing conversation. And I think by doing that uh, at the hospital during that event, uh, I, my life was saved. I think if I, you know, I don't know, but I think if I had gone home with just general blood thinners and the clots on the venous walls still sticking there and could potentially dislodge, I probably would have died at some point in the future where they were able to f- identify it, go in, remove the blood clots through some surgical procedures, and um, and then, you know, I'm basically clear after that. So I would say just advocating and communicating with your, with your uh, care team. Now I want to bring in Nathan Cross, who leads a broad team of engineers working on functionality around the patient experience with Athena One, including the Athena Patient app. Um, Nathan, thanks for joining us. I wanted to ask you, uh, what's your view generally to start of the patient portal and by extension then the Athena Patient app, like as a clinical care tool? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Brian, uh, and, and giving me the opportunity to talk about this a little bit. I think, you know, when we look at the patient portal and now with the Athena Patient app, what we're really trying to do is meet patients where they are. And what I mean by that is make care accessible to patients in a place and location that's convenient for them and in ways that they can uh, interact that's easy to understand. And so that could be um, things that we do to get the patient cared for, for the app, like scheduling an appointment, um, maybe looking at when a previous appointment happened, um, communicating like John had just talked about, with the provider by being able to send them messages or even looking at test results of things that have come in in the past. So I think all those things are sort of critical to finding and receiving the right care as a patient. And that's what makes it a really important clinical care tool. So before we get too in-depth on Athena Patient itself, I know that your team working in patient experience with Athena One has made a lot of enhancements to the patient portal and the, the overall patient experience the last few years. Can you speak to sort of what what has come out to this point? Yeah, happy to do that. Um, so a lot of the patient experience team is based here in Austin, Texas, and we've been really pushing uh, forward with a lot of uh, patient-centric capabilities um, in the last couple of releases that you probably have seen. Some of the ones I like to always highlight is the ability to auto-publish lab and imaging results. Um, that helps patients get their results quicker so they can understand what's happening 
you know, what their results look like. They can look things up based on that. They can come and ask their provider messages. Um, we've made some advancements in logging in. Um, you know, let patients have universal singular login across all their Athena portals. So you just have to remember one name and password. The app is obviously going to advance that a little bit, and John will talk about that a little bit later. Um, in the fall release of 2022, we did a big push with a new enhanced self-check-in solution that helps patients speed up their visit by completing necessary check-in documentation. So things like ability to make a payment, um, signing forms, taking screeners, all that stuff ahead of their visit. Hope that really speeds up practices and gets better patient information. And then last two I like to touch on are Athena Telehealth. That was a service that didn't exist before COVID. Um, it does now. It services thousands and thousands of patients a day across the Athena network, um, allows convenience for patients and practices um, to do a doctor's visit from your couch. So really great advancement there. And then lastly, we recently rolled out some work around text notifications for balances due. And that really is an easy way for patients to consume uh, information about having something they need to pay. And it gives them via text, a really simple way to pay a balance without having to log into the portal. We're going to get into the Athena patient app specifically in just a minute, but let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, cure for you Athena Health customers, imagine eliminating your biggest pain points, giving you time back in your day, happier, more efficient staff, and a nice boost in revenue. Backed by more than 500 five-star reviews on the Athena Marketplace, cure for you is the award-winning, all-in-one digital health solution that integrates seamlessly with your current workflows. No other platform is as easy to use, and no login is required. Discover the value of having all your patient-facing solutions in a single platform with cure for you All right, let's get back specifically to Athena Patient. Um, so, John, in your perspective, um, working on the app, what are some of the most important features that Athena Patient will have when it's broadly available for all patients and all practices starting in March? Yeah, good question. So, uh, let me start here with just kind of the theme as we were looking at um, releasing Athena Patient and, you know, what feature set did we want to, you know, have first. And we uh, have this uh, theme that we have been focusing on, which is let's get the patient cared for. And so we wanted to make available all you know necessary steps for a patient to um, get the health care that they need. And so given that, and so we wanted the ability for a patient to create an appointment, for them to be able to check into that appointment, um, if they needed to send a secure message to their provider or receive one from their provider to them, uh, and as well as to see any test results that may have been associated with their appointment. And then also, if, you know, since it's a mobile app, right, it's on your mobile device that if you wanted to take a virtual visit using Athena Telehealth, then you can take that virtual visit uh, from Athena patient directly, uh, which is really convenient for, for the patient. So those are the, the higher level features and functions that we have put into the first version of Athena patient and that, that completes kind of the, the healthcare journey of being able to initiate, to receive the care, and as well as uh, look at what were the results of the care as well. So I know some patients may see clinicians at different Athena Health affiliated practices have different patient portal accounts for each of those practices. So how is the app going to work for those patients? Yeah, this is one of the things we're really excited about. So for all of our listeners out there, if you just, as you're walking or driving around, if you put on your patient hat, you know, as all of us are patients uh, in our own healthcare journey, 
we each, uh, you know, have potentially more than one uh, clinician that we see for various reasons. And so you go to different offices or you, you visit with different clinicians and you get the care that you need. And so when you're looking for your own health data about your journey, uh, it's just really important uh, to be able to have access to that information. So uh, with Athena Patient, if you have uh, different providers that are on the Athena Health Network, then when you log into Athena Patient using your patient portal account, uh, you will be able to see, like our systems already know within the Athena Health Network, you know, which uh, data is yours. And then you'll be able to see the appointments, the messages, the test results uh, that are, that is uh, pertaining to the visits that you've had with your with your providers. And so uh, you don't have to log into various portals independently. You can come into a one one place in, in the mobile app, and then you can see in uh, take action on the information uh, about your healthcare journey there. So many of our listeners are familiar with our major releases three times a year, spring, summer, fall, and how new pages or workflows don't appear in Athena One until their designated release day. And that'll be the case for most of the updates in the spring 2023 release, including an easier workflow for building schedule templates and a more automated process for editing claims. Athena Patient's going to be a little bit different because it's not contained within Athena One. It has to be different. Some listeners actually may already, you may have done this while you're on your phone listening to this podcast, may have already navigated to your handy local app store and seen that a patient, Athena Patient, is already there available for download. So John, when, when we're saying it'll be generally available with the spring 2023 release, what does that mean in practice? Yeah, in practice, what it means is that all Athena Health customers uh, on Athena One uh, with Athena Communicator are going to have their patient base uh, will actually be able to use Athena Patient. And so one of the actions that we've been taking um, here at Athena Health is we want to make sure that we are you know working out any kinks, any of our processes around supporting the app and the feature set that we have and make sure that we can you know it has good performance, it can scale very well, those things. And so we've been rolling this out. So it is available in the app stores right now, but the the way that patients get access to it is if uh, you the 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 context of that customer is enabled on our back end. And so we've been slowly, if you will, slowly rolling this out uh, to various customers that are participating in this process. And and then when we get to the spring release, that's when it would be available to all Athena One customers uh, and their patients, and they'll be able to So to this it. point, there may be patients who have logged on, and basically they're seeing essentially an error message right now if, they're, if their provider is not taking part in our beta testing and then yeah. as of late March? Good question, but not an error message. We, we anticipated this. And so they can log in correctly because if you have a patient portal account, you can download it, you can log in. What you're going to see is if your current provider is not yet enabled, uh, you'll see a message. We'll say, hey, you know, your provider's not yet enabling that. This we're, this is a new offering. We're rolling this out. Please be patient. And by the way, here's a link to your patient portal. So it allows them to continue through and not hit a dead end. So they can actually go through. And, and we've been, uh, we, we are able to see user behavior uh, and see that many, many thousands of customers have done just that. They have found the app, um, they've downloaded it, and their current provider is not using it in this initial rollout. And they've pressed that take me to my portal link button so they can continue their healthcare journey using it. So starting with the spring 2023 release, you know, March 22nd, 23rd, 24th, depending on um, each context, each customer practice, 
um, once that is enabled for them and their patients, will they need to set anything up? Uh, no, they won't need to set anything up. One of the beautiful things about this is in terms of like when the user or the patient is interacting with the, the mobile app, if they're creating appointments or if they're checking in or they're uh, sending a secure message, all of those data elements that would come into your configuration as an Athena Health customer, you don't have to worry about training your office staff or your medical staff any any you know, a new workflow. It's as if the patient had logged into the patient portal to do those same actions. Um, Athena patient is just an additional complementary way by which your patients can interact with you uh, in your practice. In terms of support resources then, because I know there will be probably patients who A, aren't aware of the app or are curious about how to use it, and those questions may come in to office staff. Um, how can practices sort of make patients aware prepare their patients, answer those questions? Yeah, really good question. We have a suite of materials and different collateral that we've made available to practices uh, on the customer success center or, and on the release center, more specifically, sorry, the release center. And um, you can go and download the 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 materials there, and you know, we have printable forms with a QR code. We have different videos that explain the functionality of the app. Also, we have uh, patient-facing uh, FAQ documents as well as customer-facing FAQ documents. And within Athena Patient itself, um, as a user of the app, we will have um, on one of the screens an available FAQ uh, link to a document that's frequently being updated based on the features that are offered in the app. So a patient can get uh, a majority of their questions answered from within the app itself. So we've talked to this point about the functionality that's available in the app now for people using it that will be available for everybody starting in March, um, you know, seeing test results, exchanging messages with clinicians, that sort of thing. Um, I know the patient portal in its desktop version does have more functionality than that. Nathan, I know we do this with a lot of our functionality, um, and I'd love to hear more about this from you in terms of releasing the app now in this current form rather than waiting until we've built an app that has full parity with the patient portal. Sort of how do you, how do you look at that decision um, in terms of the way that the app is now coming and becoming available to, to patients in this form? Yeah, so with the Athena Patient app, what we've seen so far is a huge appetite for downloading it. Um, we've heard that from our practices, but getting the app available, you know, in the Apple and Android um, Play Store have has has shown that patients want it too. Right, we're seeing thousands of patients downloading the app every day, and and the funny thing about that is we haven't really even advertised it greatly yet. The majority of patients are finding it on their own. Um, because that desire is so great, we wanted to start small with a core uh, use case that John talked about, right? The idea of get the patient cared for. Um, this was backed up a little bit by product analytics that shows us um, these are the major parts of the patient portal where patients interact the most. And so with that initial set of capabilities, we wanted to go out and get that right and get it in the hands of patients and actually start you know, looking at results of that. So that allowed us to get into an initial alpha at the end of 2022. Um, we've been getting great patient feedback from that on what they like, what they'd like to see in the app. And we're taking those learnings and we're leveraging those to help us inform our roadmap and where we go next. So through the next year, what you're going to do is you're going to see us, you know, quickly iterating 
to add a whole bunch of new capabilities and features um, into the app to make it get better and better. And so we'll, we'll try those features out with a small set of patients initially through our alpha beta process. We'll validate that they work. Um, we'll tweak them if they don't, and we'll keep growing from there. And so right now, um, we do want to see it as a complementary solution to the portal. The portal is still there. We're going to even uh, provide links out to the portal if patients want to go there or can't find um, what they need in the app. But we want to eventually give a similar set of capabilities and let patients choose what the right solution is for them. So kind of going back to the first thing I said about getting the patient cared for, same thing, right? Convenience factor, what's easiest way for me to do it and how I want to do it. Um, really like uh, the value the app brings there for people that want to engage the app and through an app. So you mentioned feedback, you mentioned validation. Um, how, will, how will sort of feedback play a role in the, the iteration you're talking about over the coming months and years? Yeah, we have surveys uh, embedded into the app so patients can interact and actually tell us, you know, I'm looking to do X, Y, or Z um, with the app. John and I use that in terms of how we prioritize and look at um, things that come in. Um, so those are a big piece of us. Uh, from a client perspective, um, success community and the success community ideas that are out there are kind of core to how we plan and what we do on the product side and what we build. So um, I always encourage anytime I'm on, a, I'm on a call with a client, the client to go out to the success community and leave good ideas that they're, that they're relaying to me on calls so that others can see that and vote those up. Um, we really do take those into account when we when we plan out. So kind of two pieces, you know, patients, we get it directly from them via surveys. From clients, you know, we'll hear from conversations John and I have, but also that success community is huge for us. So, John, based on initial feedback, based on initial testing, all those things, you know, we've talked about the initial functionality, but what's sort of next on the roadmap um, for later this year in terms of building new functionality into the app beyond March? Yeah, good question. Uh, so many things that, you know, we want to get to. Obviously, we can't do it all at once, but some of the things that you can look forward to uh, sometime this year is uh, we're going to have improved accessibility uh, inside of the app uh, to, to really help with patients uh, with accessibility needs. Uh, also allowing you in your secure messages to your provider to be able to send an attachment if you need to, like for example, um, say you have a skin rash or something and you want to take a screenshot of that uh, photo and you want to send it and have that communication, uh, just have a different um, lever to pull, if you will, in, in communicating with your provider. Uh, we're going to support the ability for the patient to make payments from within the app. Uh, push notifications is something we're also going to be working on, just a standard um, set of functionality for a mobile app. And then one of the big things that we've been hearing from quite a few customers is supporting Spanish language uh, into the app. And so that's something that's going to be coming. We have many more ideas uh, and and we and for those that are, are listening to the podcast, if if you're not hearing something that you really really want and are an advocate for, uh, please reach out. Um, you know, to Athena Health, uh, to your uh, your service customer service manager, uh, get in, in touch with me or Nathan, and uh, we would love to hear uh, your use cases and your perspective and see what features that you, that you and your patients are, are really desiring. So, John, you told us your story at the beginning, your patient story. I mean, given that experience and given now what what your team is going to be bringing to um, the whole Athena Health Network, sort of how gratifying is it for you to sort of be able to provide this kind of resource um, for patients? 
Yeah, it's really wonderful. I think just being able to relate personally, right, as a patient, right? I'm a patient, you're a patient, and being able to, to provide a tool uh, in the tool belt that allows for better communication, better understanding is just really important. Um, and so it's, it's really gratifying to be able to do that. Uh, we're, as a team, we're very much looking forward to continually improving Athena Patient, uh, to continually adding more features that would address the needs um, of your patients, as well as, as customers of Athena Health. And uh, this is something that's gonna you know, live on, like it's gonna continue on. And so we're gonna continually improve this. Uh, we would, uh, just as we said before, we would love to continually have conversations with customers, get the feedback of things that are important for you that you would love to see in Athena Patient. And uh, yeah, it's real exciting to be working on a project like this that can really you know, affect the day-to-day lives of uh, patients at the end of the day. It is really exciting. Um, we're so glad to be able to bring this to patients across the country, across the Athena Health Network. Um, thanks to both of you for your work on this project. Thanks to both of you for joining us today. Appreciate it, Brian. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Brian. As a reminder, while the Athena Patient app is available now for download for both iOS and Android, only patients whose providers are part of the beta test can use the app at this point. The app will be available for all patients to connect with all clinicians on Athena One as of the spring 2023 release coming during the week of March 20th. You'll hear more about the app and the other features in the spring 2023 release starting later this month when we publish the spring 2023 release centers on the success community. Keep an eye on your email, as well as your messages in Athena One for more information on the enhancements you can expect to see. We'll go in-depth on the most significant updates, including Athena Patient, in the Spring 2023 Release Walkthrough webinar on March 9th, so be sure to register for that when you see the invitation come through. Here's what else you need to know. If you're interested in training opportunities to help you get more comfortable with the clinical inbox or to speed up your documentation with accelerators, check out our free workshop-style training courses. You can find those training opportunities on the Success Community. Go to the support dropdown at the top of the page and click on events to see trainings, user groups, and webinars that might interest you. Thanks again to cure for you for helping us bring you this episode. cure for you is an all-in-one digital health solution that integrates seamlessly with your current workflows and has over 500 five-star reviews on the Athena Health Marketplace. That's Q-U-R-E, the number four U, cure for you You can find cure for you on the Athena Health Marketplace. With over 340 partners, the Marketplace enables you to curate your Athena Health experience under one platform based on your specific business needs. Over 65% of Athena Health customers use one or more Marketplace partners. Go to marketplace.athenahealth.com and filter by specialty or capability to find solutions that support your business, integrating seamlessly and powering the most open, scalable platform in healthcare. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to tell your colleagues to check us out as well. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can let us know what you think by email at podcast.athenahealth.com, especially if you have any topics you'd like us to cover to better support the way you use Athena One. We're working to create a thriving ecosystem that delivers accessible, high-quality, and sustainable healthcare for all, and we'll talk to you again soon.